Podcast where we double the hosts, double the topics, and double the fun. I'm Charity. I'm Alan. And I'm Sarah. And coming up, we will soon be celebrating a birthday of one of my favorite writers, Dr. Seuss. Oh, yes. Yay. Okay. (laughs) So, okay. I have random memories of Dr. Seuss books, but Dr. Seuss books always remind me of like either the dentist office or the doctor's office when you're sitting in a waiting room Mm -hmm. and there's always a Dr. Seuss book there just waiting for you. So it's a very comforting, comforting sort of book. Did you guys read Dr. Seuss growing up? I know you did, Sarah, since we grew up together. I did not. (laughs) You You didn't didn't read Mm -hmm. any at all? I mean, I think I was, I was aware of them, but yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal. We never, we never had Dr. Seuss days at school. I know you guys have talked about oh yeah like the celebrations but we never did anything like that i think that he was he i mean obviously we he was well known but um no nope yeah because uh, yeah because we said that yeah because we had green eggs and ham day we did do green eggs and ham day yeah and the but, girls yeah. did that yeah. in their elementary school and it was a fun day and the they we had kind of a quad in the elementary school in california and the principal would don a cat in the hat hat oh, nice. and, oh, and go up on the roof and read through a loudspeaker to all the kids and it was like a fun day mm-hmm. wow but yeah i that wasn't my childhood experience at all <laughs> i didn't know any so of that did you read them at like the doctor's office or never anything like that no Mm-mm. okay so so i guess it wasn't until you had kids of your own yeah that, that you were actually kind of I'll actually introduce, but you actually had a reason to, to read it. To read it. Yeah, and even still, um, I don't think that we had any Dr. Seuss books at our house. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're a little, you're a little re- removed from the... Yeah, not by choice. It's not like I... <laughs> you know, had a had a grudge with him or something. You know, <laughs> I do know that yeah. some people have, as of late, and have ca- like canceled Doctor Seuss. Oh yeah, uh, there's, there's, yeah. There's, there's always there's, there's always ridiculousness going on. Well, with there's that. a couple stories that were that were questionable, but Very. I do know normally around um, around Arbor Day, which I think is mid April. Okay. Normally, people would talk about the Lorax because he speaks for the trees, and so okay. usually the kids would go out and do something like with nature or mm-hmm. if your school was really into it you would actually go out and plant a tree on arbor day mm-hmm. um, but i would i think the lorax is probably one of my favorite stories but uh, as i've gotten older i've uh um, identified with the grinch a lot more <laughs> yeah although i do love christmas so don't don't get me wrong there but just no i the think grinch it's just a, wanted it's a, a nice quiet place to like relax and uh, Whoville was being yeah. a little louder than usual. Yeah, and growing up, I mean, um, or not even growing up, I should I should say, as my kids were growing up, mm-hmm. um, both Grinches, the animated and the Jim Carrey one, mm-hmm. the girls absolutely loved that, yeah. and I did too. I thought they were fine films. I mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that I think that was the extent of sort of the Dr. Seuss level in our house was mm. pretty much limited to Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we grew up watching, well, the animated Grinch, of course, but we also grew up watching, there was an animated Cat in the Hat mm-hmm. uh, cartoon where he just kind of, <laughs> he just kind of randomly appears at his brother and sister's house while, while I forgot, 
mother was out and he comes in. The yeah. Mike Myers one was pretty funny too. I do I remember. Oh, well, we definitely at that didn't. One. We definitely didn't watch that <laughs> one. We yeah. <clears throat> we we just did the animated version. That that was pretty. They much did an animated uh, Horton Here's a Who, and then they also did Horton Hatches the Egg. If you remember that story. Oh yes. Uh, then, I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. Elephants faithful, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But they did. Um, I think, gosh, what year? I want to say two thousand six or so. They did like a not a three D. What do you call it? Just another animated. Yeah, version. Oh, for 3D. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's a who. They did. Yeah. I, I want to say that one was good. That was pretty good. Yeah, because Steve Carell was Horton. Right? Okay. And then uh, I thought Jim Carrey. No, was... no, Steve Carell was uh, the mayor of Whoville. Was he? Uh, Jim Carrey was. Jim Carrey was Horton. Jim Carrey okay. was Horton, and mm. I know Carol Burnett had a role she as she was um, the the kangaroo. Yeah, whatever the, yeah. the big kangaroo mm-hmm. lady. So yeah, they had a lot of they had a lot of big name people do mm-hmm. that. But yeah, Steve Carell was the mayor mm-hmm. in the yeah in the Who, yeah that was the a Who fun one. universe <laughs> right Who universe. Uh, we I think the um, well I know. F- the, the girls were a part of some sort of musical theater for Horton Hills, Here's a Who, and it was kind yeah. of fun. Susical the Musical. Susical the, the Musical, yeah. Fun. yeah. Okay. I've always, well, I've, yeah, I've that's seen what it, it was. but yeah, I've loved to be in a production like that. It was that. fun. I just like Dr. Seuss because he kind of breaks the rules on like what, like I guess how you should write and just his, uh, mm-hmm. his imaginative use of words. Well, also how you should draw because I thought... I was almost certain when he was taking art classes and he was drawing and stuff and his art teachers was like, this is the most hideous form of art I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, People have five fingers, not four. Well, that, and I'm sure everybody just, you know, it's just it's just that look. It's a very distinctive look. Like, there's there's nobody that has that style, you know. So so it's, it's not, it doesn't look like something little kids would like. But I think, I think he also kind of mentioned something that, he said he liked to write for people, not just children, which kind of makes sense because when you have like, oh, the places you'll go and yeah. stuff, and then that, apparently that's a gift that you always give to you know your graduate graduates. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I got a little bit of information if you'd oh, like yes. to hear about it. Please give us. A- so the pen name Dr. Seuss began as a way to escape punishment in college. In 1925, in the midst of prohibition era. Seuss and his friends were caught drinking gin in his Dartmouth dormitory Uh door. Oh, naughty, naughty. As a punishment, (laughs) Seuss was stripped of his editorship at the college's humor magazine. Let me say that again. (laughs) I'm I'm reading a a Seuss uh, tongue twister. (laughs) That's not even a Seuss tongue twister. Exactly. (laughs) Seuss was stripped of his editorship at the college's humor magazine, Jack-O-Lantern. However, he continued to publish work under a variety of pseudonyms, including T. Seuss, several other varying monikers, such as Dr. I'm going to try it. Thoferitus Seuss appeared over the years, which he (laughs) eventually shortened to Dr. Seuss as his go-to professional pen name. So it's Theophorus have you the- Theophoratus or Theophratus or something? Give it a shot. It's supposed to be like <laughs> it's that, fun. It's supposed to sound, sound Greek or something. Or okay. Something. Well, Seuss was his mother's maiden name, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Never yeah, yeah, it seems like a conglomeration of Greek words. I'm sure like <laughs> Theo separated, Afra separated is probably its own words. I don't speak Greek, nor uh, <laughs> well, do I wish to attempt. I but. know. I know it one. I don't know if it was on any of those, but I know. Another another name he used before he did Dr. Seuss was that he took his real name Geisel and spelled it backwards. Mm. So it was like 
Lasig or something like that. Um, hmm. So, but I'm kind of glad he went with Doctor Seuss. It, it, I mean, after a while, it's one of those you get you have you have to play around with different pseudo names and pen names, and you're like, you know what? I think we'll make this stick. <laughs> you know, because a lot of people. I remember when I was a kid because I saw Doctor Seuss, and I was like. Oh, a doctor wrote that? You know, because that's just what, you, <laughs> as a kid, you know, whenever you just see doctor, you just think guy with a smock and a stethoscope. And I'm like, oh, we got a doctor here that's writing mm-hmm. books for kids or something like that, you know, <laughs> until I realized it's not really a doctor at all. So, but, but that's that's always kind of cool to know. Mm. Uh, what else you got, Cher? Well, I was thinking, you know, we were talking about Dr. Seuss. Um, I don't know if you guys ever read a series of unfortunate events growing up. I saw the um, when oh, it the, came the out, yeah, and and it was it was hilarious and kind of dark. And I remember mm-hmm. like the girls because um, it came out what five six years ago or well, something the books like that. Are, I think it's been longer than that. The books are older I, than that. Well, this they, is... they did the movie and then they did the Netflix series. Okay, yeah. But I was yeah. thinking because Lemony Snicket is the pen name oh what's the author's real name i'll see that i don't know anyway, Lemony. anyway like for dr <laughs> seuss that's not his real name it's gotcha. theodore geisel ted geisel but then he penned under dr seuss so i was thinking lemony snicket yeah is sort of a hmm. correlation between that and i guess like i guess it kind of makes sense if you want to have like a cool name because like is if you just want to say something written by john smith you know no offense to anyone named john smith who writes whimsical books but it doesn't it doesn't seem to fit with what you're writing so it's mm. almost like you kind of want to have something that give is yourself a character name yeah that is just as much of a character just as much of, of whimsy as the content you're writing mm. so i guess i can kind of see that because even the name seuss ooh, bless you. sorry i was trying to hide it <laughs> but uh well, well alan cut that part out <laughs> um but even the name Seuss, it's just a regular name. You know, you didn't really think anything about it. But now it's, that's what it's associated with. So if anyone happens to have that as a last name, you know, uh, coincidentally, but you're always you're always going to get that old joke, you know, oh, you're eating green eggs and ham or, you know, and all that. Oh, speaking of, I know we talk about doing that at school. When we did Green Eggs and Ham Day at school or Sam I Am Day or whatever it was called, and I remember very few of the kids actually eating the green eggs and ham because it was green now in cartoons that looks great have you ever seen you get an egg yolk and the yolk is green and you get a slice of ham and the ham is green well it doesn't look natural they didn't they didn't hand out fried eggs or sunny side up eggs they did scrambled was it scr- oh it was scrambled yeah they did oh, scrambled. they did scrambled yeah. eggs and ham mm-hmm. and with the food coloring on it the ham had this weird like bluish color mm-hmm. which is which is what it looks like calling roast beef when it goes bad it yeah and then the scrambled eggs was looking kind of interesting too so it was more for the event to be like cool we celebrate dr seuss mm-hmm. but in hindsight it was probably a lot of work for the teachers to do something that the kids weren't going to eat and by the time they like gave us all a little plate of stuff it was cold and kind of gross but you know i guess it was a nice memory it's, to be like hey we had green eggs and ham mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so it was it was one of those things but yeah i uh, again and, and i didn't realize um when I found out that his name was Ted Geisel, because if you look at the animated intro for The Grinch, uh, they actually have his name on there. And for some reason, when I was little, I didn't 
obviously I wasn't aware but I didn't put two and two together because it says Dr. Seuss on one but also says Ted Geisel on the other and I didn't realize it was the same person mm. you know with those um, also in terms of like the Grinch wasn't there there was a Halloween version right there was a Halloween version of the Grinch or something like that I think it was like made in the 70s or something it was it was a weird one mm. and I'm trying to remember like the whole storyline but I don't know if it's like a I don't remember that I thought there was a story where the Grinch and the cat and the hat paired up in a story together there, there was a yeah there was a pairing with that one was that the same one am i getting too mixed up maybe maybe it was maybe it was either that one or there was some i thought there was an actual halloween grinch episode from like the 70s now i have to double check but it was weird i, I watched it recently i say recently probably about five years ago and it, it was just it was the oddest thing i had ever seen this and i'm sure that's part, probably part of the reason why we didn't watch it as kids because i'm sure that would have scared me <laughs> that would have definitely scared me as a kid well we were talking about green eggs and ham so did you guys know that Green Eggs and Ham was his all-time best-selling book and it was created on a bet. So his editor bet him that he couldn't write a book using 50 words or less. So the result was Green Eggs and Ham. So although the Cat in the Hat and the Grinch are like two of his more popular characters, Green Eggs and Ham is his best-selling book. Um, And according to Publishers Weekly List in 2011, that book has sold more than 8 million copies since publication. Oh, How nice. about that? Yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool. And I don't know if they're still doing it. I know Netflix had a um, series of Green Eggs and Ham. They oh, did? Oh, that's right. It was, it was something like I, that, As far it? as I know, they did two seasons. I don't have Netflix anymore, but they did two seasons of Sam or Green Eggs and Ham or Sam I Am or whatever. It was like mm. a spinoff sort of series. But, yeah. Okay. Most popular book. I mean, it's it's... It's a, it's an interesting. I mean, it's it's kind of. I mean, I say it's easy, but I know it's not. But just the fact that it's just a simple story that kind of builds, you know, uh, builds on another until it's like, all right, just all right, I'll try it, and then he actually likes it, you know. So basically, it's, it's just trying like, to convince someone to eat food that they don't want. Isn't that similar like. to was it, if you give a mouse a cookie, and like all these other things happen afterwards? Oh, the, it, the domino effect. I mean, it's kind of like with. It's kind of like a reverse with Green Eggs and Ham because he yeah. says, would you, could you, in all these different ways, and finally it reverses back, and he's yeah. like, okay, I'll try it. So it's, it's basically badgering uh, rhythmically. <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically, it's, it's just him the whole time saying, will you just try this? <laughs> that, that, that's, that's basically what that is in that whole scenario with that. Now, during um, lockdown, Sarah and I had made a series of videos just to kind of keep ourselves sane. Uh, one of them was based on Oh Say Can You Say?, and so that is yeah, a book yeah. of tongue twisters, a Dr. Seuss book. Oh. So I actually sent you guys a tongue twister from the you book. Did. Yes, and I want to see if you guys are able to you know to I'm read not good them. At this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We we did so well. Well, with tongue what's last funny time. is that I, for Sarah, I sent her the one that she struggled with in a video. So I want to see if mm. if four years later, have you improved on uh, that particular tongue twister? So Sarah, why don't you start? Mm. Okay, and I haven't really looked at this beforehand, so I'm no, it's good. You to... get you get fresh <laughs> eyes on it, and if it makes you feel better, I chose the tongue twister for myself that I struggled in in the video. So we're both <laughs> in the same boat here. So you start with yours. Okay, mine is called West Beast East Beast. <laughs> okay. Upon an island hard to reach, as East Beast sits upon his beach. Upon the West Beach sits the West Beast. Each beach beast think he's the best beast. Which beast is best? Well, I thought at first that the East was the best and the West was worse. Then I looked again from the West to the East, and I liked the beast on the East Beach least. Yay! 
<laughs> so it good. took you four years, but you finally got <laughs> finally it perfect. Got it. <laughs> there was a moment where I think I partially did a, well, se- I think a semi. In the video, simple. you were like, "Ish, bish, bish, yeah. bish." Yeah, I did, I did do something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's it's the the beast and the east, and I, I know they're the same. But then you have best. It's, I think I, it, it only works in English because of the way we we spell words. Oh, there's know? tongue twisters in other languages. I, I've looked them up before. I think the main thing with tongue twisters is that you have to like not think too hard on it because then you kind of psych yourself out and then yeah. you're messing yourself up. So overthink. Okay, Alan, I want to hear. I want to hear your Fritz tongue twister. Food. Fritz needs Fred, and Fred needs Fritz. Fritz feeds Fred, and Fred feeds Fritz. Fred feeds Fritz with Ritzy Fred food. Fritz feeds Fred with Ritzy Fritz food. And Fritz, when fed, has often said, I'm a Fred Fed Fitz. Fred's a Fritz Fred Fred. Oh, uh, the very last one. That was pretty good. I mean, we are reading it at a level that we know we're not going to stumble as much. <laughs> yeah, not re- if you read it slow enough, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not bad. So you guys have uh, set the bar high. Now I have to do good on mine. Okay. So in the video, when Sarah and I um, were reading the Oh Say Can You Say, I had Pete Pat's Pigs, and I did stumble on this one a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so I, I give myself a hard one. So, okay, let's see. Pete Briggs Pat's Pigs. Briggs Pat's Pink Pigs. Briggs Pat's Big Pigs. Don't ask me why. It doesn't matter. Pete Briggs is a pink pig, big pig patter. Pete Briggs pats his big pink pigs all day. Don't ask me why. I cannot say. Then Pete puts his padded pigs away in his Pete Briggs pink pigs, big pigs, pig pen. Yay! That was hard. That was a lot of focus. I wasn't sure if I was going to get through that one. You did it. I am am very proud of myself. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that one being, yeah, Pete's was it Pete's? Well, I Briggs, think I think in a pigs. video I kept saying Prigs, Pete oh, Prigs, Prigs, Prigs or Briggs Prig Prig or something. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a mess and a half. I remember that one. It's like <laughs> we'll a, have to repost that video just to show off our uh, tongue twisting. What, what's what's that newspaper headline from like the thirties? Sticks Nick Hicks picks, and it was like um, that. That was I think that was the the headlines. Yeah, sticks. Nick's Hick Picks, which is dealing with like um, people were getting tired of seeing at least movie versions of like you know people from the backwoods acting all hillbilly and stuff. Like they were getting tired of seeing those movies and they're like kind of like over exaggerating that style. They kind of wanted you know it's like we 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 enjoy good sophisticated films. We're not just a bunch of you know barefoot toothless you know weird people live out in the in the dock somewhere. Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting. It, that, that's not Susical, but it's just a. Oh, sorry, it's Sticks. So S T. I think it's Sticks X T I X, and then Nicks N I X, Hick H I C K, and then Picks P I X. I mean, it sounds like something Doctor Seuss would write. So, yeah, Sticks Nick Hick Picks or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was like a newspaper headline back in like the 30s, and I remember hearing that, and I, I it, it does seem very Susical. Yeah, like like what you were saying. <laughs> I mean, he was alive during that time. Maybe he read that and he was like, huh, maybe I can use something <laughs> similar to that and add some, some rhythm to it and then make a full poem and then draw pictures to go with it <laughs> or something like that. Well, on that <laughs> note, we will give a final salute for our upcoming uh, friend, Dr. Seuss, on his birthday. Uh, Sarah, in Dr. Seuss form, do you want to tell our listeners how they can find us on social media? 
Or just do it the regular way. That's kind of a challenge yeah. to do right off the bat. I'll just say it the regular way. <laughs> um, so thank you guys. Sorry I didn't live up to the expectation of giving you <laughs> the final thoughts in a, in a susical manner. But you have this whole episode, so thank me for that. Um, so yeah, we are almost at a 200-episode mark. So please binge listen to what we've done so far. Just go to doublestuffpod.com. We're also available on all the different platforms. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Double Stuff Podcast. And of course, on Twitter X at Double Stuff P. And that's the letter P. Thank you.